what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 928 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the regular crew, crew plus one. We got JD Raider, Ben Askren, and a man who's been making content for Flow Wrestling longer than me, longer than any of us, <laughs> Greg Warren, stand-up comedian, All-American Missouri. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Oh, it's great great to be on here, guys. Uh, good to see you. It's my favorite yeah. podcast. Well, thank yes. you. That, that certainly means a lot. Um, you're, you're, my, you're my children's favorite stand-up comedian. This may be the only episode they... This may be the only episode they they listen to now now that they know you're going to be on. Um, uh, well, we got a lot to get to in, in the sport of wrestling, but I want to start with Greg because you're you're our guest, and uh, here on FRL we we treat our guests extra special. I appreciate we don't have, that. We don't have. I almost thought JD was wearing a Mizzou hat in honor of Greg's appearance. Yeah, man. Almost same colors, but no, this is uh, Mr. M- Mr. Kozak's muffler. Shop. Yeah, we're oh, okay. Yeah, we're. we're <laughs> They're big, uh, big donors. They've donated, <laughs> shoot, dozens of hats, some shirts. The, K- How many Kozak, mufflers, though? How many mufflers did they donate? They, those are forthcoming. I'll say though, with the amount yeah, you of times, get a, uh, serious, serious nil deal to get to get actual mufflers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And if they ever decide to open up a shop here in Austin, with the amount of times we wear the t-shirt and hats he gave us. They're gonna do some good business. Yeah, they're gonna actually they're thinking gonna about good. that. You know what? My my Mizzou team might have had some illegal nil deals because I don't know if you remember this, Greg, but there was a, a gentleman named Cliff uh, Clint Freeman and his dad. He had this awesome body shop, and they had this slogan: "Round man with a square deal." And everyone <laughs> wanted that T-shirt, so his dad bought everyone those T-shirts. So that might have been the first nil deal, actually. Wow. Really. Round man with a square deal. I think I remember, I mean, Brian, you know, this was before NIL, but I remember when I would go do a week at the comedy club in Columbia, I'd of course go up and talk to the team or whatever, but I was like, Hey, Brian, I can, uh, I can get all the guys into the show if you want. And he's like, no, we can't do that, man. You have to, you have to charge him. (laughs) So by the rules. Oh Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. It was almost annoying sometimes. By the straight by the book. Yes, man. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. all had to pay to come see me. Dang. And but but you got the shirts for free. Is, is the 2007 trophy now in jeopardy, Ben, because of your self snitching? <laughs> My self snitching on this round man with the square deal T-shirts. There's definitely a possibility. You know what? Actually, uh, deja vu where uh, Greg would perform, and I can't say this is a, a Greg thing. I got my fake ID stolen. You had a fake ID. When you say when you say yeah. stolen, do you mean the bouncer took your fake ID? Yeah. Away? <laughs> that was, that's, 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 no, no, that's, that's not stolen, man. Like you, <laughs> that's right. stolen. It was mine. <laughs> I had it. He I don't think you understand. Stealing. One Greg, of you, you was breaking the law, out. and it was not the bouncer, Ben. You know what's so annoying? I didn't even drink or anything, anyways, and I tried using it, and it was a Minnesota ID because someone had stolen from me for me. Many years ago, when I was on a recruiting trip, I don't recall where I was, but someone stole someone else's Minnesota ID that kind of had curly hair, you know? And then the bouncer goes, what's the capital of Minnesota? And I said, <laughs> Minneapolis. And he's like, my ID. I'm like, you son of a gun. Because <laughs> you didn't know the state capital? Shame on you. But I actually think I was right. Is it St. Paul or is it Minneapolis? It's St. Paul. It's Minneapolis. Right you, it's not yeah. that important. 
It's same. That's Paul. getting pretty. Yeah, was it doing. Yeah, who was the first governor of Minneapolis? <laughs> yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, it is. It's St. Paul, <laughs> and I said Minneapolis. I, I don't <laughs> think he was the first, but he, he was in there. Yeah, <laughs> very the first of of all our memories, I believe. All right, so Greg, what's new with you? You got a new special out. We've we've watched it. It's absolutely hilarious. What what are you up to these yep. days? Um, just, uh, going out and doing shows. I got back from Key West, uh, late last night doing Whoa. shows and, uh, Dang. I'm, uh, heading to Massachusetts here in a couple days, but yeah, mostly uh, promoting this special. It's, uh, it's doing well. It's, it's called the salesman. It's on, uh, it's on YouTube. It's free. And, um, I, uh, it's off to a really good start and, uh, wrestling people have uh, been extremely supportive of me. So I, I appreciate everybody. If anybody hasn't watched, check it out. I, I think you'll like it. It's uh, pretty funny. Most people like it. I got one. Uh, I got one email from a, a woman, uh, and it's it said, uh, "You are despicable." Wow. Uh, yeah. Now, guys, uh, in my experience, those emails when they start like that, they usually don't take a turn for the for the good. Like usually, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be bad. <laughs> I had a bit in there. Uh, about nurse practitioners. Uh, I, I was making fun of nurse practitioners in, oh, in like my act. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> reasonable. I thought most people, there were nurses at the show that we taped and they liked it. But uh, she said, I've been a fan for several years and uh, I watched your special and I laughed until we got to the part about nurse practitioners and I'm a nurse practitioner and I will never watch you again. You shouldn't make fun of those people. They work hard. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell all my friends never to watch you again. And I felt bad, you know? Uh, so I wrote her back. I said, Hey, you know, I, I don't want anybody to feel bad when they watch my comedy. I'm sorry. But next time, could you have a doctor send me an email? Oh. Because, uh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Rose, I don't really, uh, I, I don't really trust be, nurse practitioners. Yeah. I thought it'd be someone with a nut allergy. Cause there's, there's a lot of peanut butter content. It's uh, Christian right now. Some people are saying it's one of the top three peanut butter based stand up comedy specials of 2023. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot of that's good buzz. That's a lot of good yeah, buzz. Amy, Amy went and saw you live. Uh, I don't recall where I was um, when you were in Milwaukee. And she was very impressed that you could talk about peanut butter for so long. She's like, I never had any idea anyone could talk about peanut butter for that long. And it would actually be entertaining and funny. And then sure enough, I listened and I laughed the whole time as well. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I sold the uh, I sold GIF for for. Uh, so can, can I ask you, years. is this a yeah. bit or is this real? You actually did sell. No, GIF. I work for Procter and Gamble, man. This is I, real. Are you I messing sold, with me? That would be pretty hard to make all that stuff. I sold GIF for 10 years. That was my first job out of college. It's how I met Coach Smith. They sent what? me down to recruit. Uh, they sent me down to like recruit for Procter and Gamble. And my job was to recruit the athletic department, uh, to try to hire new salespeople. Wow. So I, I met Brian that way. Yeah. But you didn't, oh God, you didn't try funny. to hire Ben. You didn't think he was qualified to sell peanut butter. That's what I'm reading into this. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, uh, there were some things we really liked about Ben. Uh, th there were some things we, there were red flags. We didn't think he was a company man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We Too we were crunchy. we were hard in on Max though. We really wanted Max uh, <laughs> at, at the Procter and Gamble corporate. Max would have killed it on the peanut butter sale. No, I think by the time those guys got there, I was already uh, doing stand up comedy, uh, of course, full time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Greg, my first memory of, of 
being aware of your comedy was was the red alert was Wes Wesley red alert that yeah right there he knows it's okay. still Greg no space no I don't know if Greg knows this Greg do you know that you may have like started a trend in wrestling yes the seal out position here or a single seal <laughs> it's like it, it wasn't a thing many years ago and now it's really became a thing um i can it, it's either you or mavwet batirov one of you two was the first person <laughs> to bring uh awareness of how important it is to bring your elbow in in certain positions but now it's like we use it all the time and i'm like oh my god like greg was doing this red alert bit and it like it actually became a thing well i i mean i gotta give it up to that's coach roper man that's not me that's wes roper not lee roper my wrestling coach wes roper he did make us do red alert. We had a drill. We had to like go. Wait, go he alert. yelled red alert. He yelled red alert. Yeah. No, that's, no, I didn't know that. That's where that came Stop. from, man. I can't. Are you I serious? Think, yeah, it was something about the bottom. He'd go red alert, and Chip Bunner in the back would go. Rook, rook, rook. That <laughs> fake alarm. Roper was awesome, man. He was. Uh, he was tough. I um. I was okay. I, I was pretty good in college, you know, not like a lot of the guys on the show, but I, uh, my freshman year, I got, I, I had a rough start. I, we wrestled Northern Iowa and, uh, it was at Northern Iowa in the West gym and I cut my weight wrong. I was new and I, I just like, I was on the bottom in the third period and I just ran out of gas. I, I just could not get off the bottom and I was, I got hit for stalling. Like, I know they hit me. I don't know. It was like stalling, warning, one, one, two. What? In one period? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then then the guy, the referee started making fun of me. That's when you know the referee literally, he started pounding on the mat and he goes, are you okay down there, son? (laughs) (laughs) I swear swear to God he did, man. I swear to God. I want video of this. And then, and then, you know, that, that place, you ever wrestle in the West gym? Like they're all piled up. This guy's killing. He's killing. I'm a comedian. I've never killed as hard as this guy. These people in the (laughs) crowd are just laughing at like, it's the greatest show they've ever seen. And Uh, Roper never let me forget that. I mean, if I had one. One bad practice. Warren, that reminds me of when you laid down at Northern Iowa. And then, they're like, Coach, my back is really hurt. I don't know if I can run the stairs today. Warren, get on the stairs. You laid down at Northern Iowa. Like, even if Dang. even if I had a good practice, it'd be like, Warren, you got after it today. Good job. Bunner, you sucked. You remind me of when Warren laid down in Northern Iowa. Like, and he always said, uh, he always said, remind, like, like it reminded him, like he brought it up every three days. I don't think he needed to be reminded of it. I think every morning his alarm clock went off and he was like, well, I better not lay in this bed like Warren did on that mat in Northern Iowa. Man. Wes, you want pancakes today? I got to look at them laying on that plate like they're Warren at Northern Iowa. <laughs> oh, my God. I have one. Uh, Coach Smith had one. I, I'm worried because I'm going to bring this guy's name up because it's part of it, it's going to be part of what Coach yeah. Smith said. So hopefully this guy isn't too mad at me, but we had this one <laughs> teammate. His name was Wall. And one day he was laying on bottom so much in practice. And Coach Smith said, damn it. 
if you don't get up, I'm going to start calling you floor, not wall. <laughs> <laughs> and we said, we said that to him like every two days for the next five years. That's Did a good get, zinger man, I, from coach. I think that's a really good one. I think that, uh, by the way, Brian Smith, you know, sneaky, funny guy. Uh, I got to say the movie stall camp. I thought Brian should have got nominated for a best supporting actor. He did, in that, in that he did stand out. I thought I, I showed my kids that recently. He was really good. Yeah, he, he was. Um, there's that thing though. I think, I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, I think it is the same. Now that seems to be like the, one of the two biggest adjustments from high school to college, not the high school kids like Ben has like that are, all-stars yeah. but i'm saying like the normal high school kid when you go to college getting off the bottom is this yeah. monumental hurdle and then cutting off leg attacks is the other one like those those two things were a giant change and i just couldn't get off the bottom and i still it was like a three-week period roper was like okay we're gonna make warren getting off the bottom a project and i just had to you know when you do top bottom out or whatever oh, yeah. i would i would be like I'd just get ridden out, and then I'd be like, well, it's my turn to be on top. Back down, Warren. Back down. <laughs> I was just on the bottom for three weeks, and then somehow I figured out how to get out. I don't really. So it work. Roper's it, wizardry worked. It did work, except for that one thing he would always say. Uh, he said, if I held you underwater, he, he would say this. Like, he'd go, if you were drowning and I held you out of underwater, you'd figure a way to get out. And I would I remember just being depressed and being like, I don't know if I would, man. I think I I think I might just drown. I don't think this, this, this is depressing. Yeah, this is horrible. Uh, yeah, I, I think one of the big problems, uh, not to make this serious, but like I think a huge issue with uh bottom wrestling is like coaches, especially like also is like just correlated it with effort so strongly when it is just like largely a, a technical issue. Ben could correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh i mean there there is a part that's um there's a part that's mentality because you have to deal with the rejection of getting put back on bottom again right you know like you try to get up and you get returning you try to get up and you get returning and you keep going right yeah and so some people are like f it i already tried to get up five times i'm done i'm not trying anymore it's too hard yeah it but, is it seems almost like yeah. pointless or silly after like you get run out of bounds five times <laughs> yeah for real but Especially then there is yeah, there is the thing where it's like, if if for example, you can't seal out right now, you can't red alert yourself. You red alert. In, in, in college wrestling, twenty-two days, if you can't red alert and seal out when you get defeated, and they just get rear standing, you're probably going to get returned every single time. So, like, th I think there's both. I don't think it's one or the other. We used to I think a, there's. We used I think it's effort, like Christian was saying, but I think it's also like timed effort it's not like just go spastic and crazy it's like learn when to sort of relax just a little bit or yes or you know not freak out i i, I think is is part of it I agree. speaking of red alert greg we used to have a bit in high school um on the, on the wrestling team where you know you'd be carrying your books under your arm in between classes and somebody from down the hallway would yell red alert and you would have to drop your books no way seal, really? <laughs> and seal off yeah that's your legacy. Greg. But listen, you'd be really talented if you could hold your books and seal off. I can hold the books, JD, and seal off. You're not getting inside these things here. That's what you need to like. That's double points right there. But it's way funnier it's, when the books hit the hit the floor. Dedicated to the game. Oh yeah, you guys actually did that, JD. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I think then then my career is complete. I, I don't know. <laughs> 
That I remember when we first shot that thing, that was then I was up visiting uh the team. I was doing a show in town mm-hmm. and Ben was up there and he's like, Hey, there's this thing called Flow Wrestling. He just pulls out a camera and goes, Hey man, just do something funny. <laughs> and uh and I was like, I just thought it, you know, back then the internet, I thought he's like, yeah, some idiot's YouTube channel or whatever. And then I looked and it's got like a billion views. And uh, and then I, I, it was like my first comedy album on Comedy Central Records. I was doing something in Austin and I called up Joe Williamson. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can we actually, can I try this time since you guys get, can I actually do some stuff? So I did some jokes and then I was like, I got this dumb idea for a character who wears his headgear all over and i made up the name on the spot like because wes roper was the coach and i i called him wesley wes wesley or something and then <laughs> and then me and bader and joe went and bought like a we went to academy sports which this is a while back there wasn't a lot of wrestling in texas at the time so they had like no. one headgear in the whole store from 1954 <laughs> and we bought it. And then we went downtown in Austin and just started doing dumb stuff. And I, you, you just reminded me of that scene where I was holding the pizza, I think, and Bader yelled red alert. And I dropped the pizza in downtown Austin. And yeah. And I was wrestling homeless guys in downtown Austin. Yeah, you definitely wrestled a homeless person. <laughs> Dang. That would be and a bigger challenge. Bad, these days. Man, the guy, like he had good underhooks. He was, he was pretty good. Yeah, m- most of them are trained. <laughs> most of them at least at least wrestled two years in high school. Yeah, but the yeah, be- yeah. the best line, Greg, was when then you did a you did a follow up at NCAs, um, oh. and I believe you said to Bruce Baumgartner something like, "We can't all be champions," or I don't remember the exact line, but I remember oh, yeah. the sentiment of the line. Yeah, well, I I mean, I remember a couple of things about that. It was when Max won his his championship. It was in Omaha. Yeah. And it was Ben, because he knows everybody, was just taking me around to, to to shoot all this stuff with all these like wrestling celebs. So we shot one with Alger, and he literally t- tried to kill me. Oh. Like, he, 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 <laughs> he he's trying to take me down. Uh, we shot one with Bruce Baumgartner. We did say, well, I can't be, you know, we can't all be champions. But my favorite was Mark Schultz. So Ben goes up to Mark Schultz. He's like, hey, we're shooting this thing, man. And uh, Mark's like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I start talking to Schultz, and then we start wrestling a little bit, Uh-oh. and I got the headgear on, and uh, and then I walk away after we shoot it, and Schultz goes up to Ben. He's like, yeah, man, that that guy, you know, he was he kind of like uh, knew what he was doing a little bit, and Ben's like, no, man, he wrestled in college, like this, he's doing a character. Like Schultz honestly thought I was like a Make a Wish kid or something oh. that they were. <laughs> He thought that I was there, like I was some guy that they were just bringing around to do nice stuff with people. <laughs> he was really cool about it. Yeah. Uh, Greg oh, was so a funny. Greg was an All American at Missouri. People forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, but Mark Schultz found out. That's right, man. Maybe yeah. learned the hard way. Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I was an All American in a a pretty famous bracket there. Uh, the winner was Pat Smith, the first four-time national champ. Runner-up, Tom Ryan. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. I didn't know this, actually. And uh, the guy that I beat in the blood round, uh, and he uh, he was only a freshman. So if he had a chance to avenge that loss, he'd kill me. And he, he still, every time I see him, he wants to avenge that loss. Sean <laughs> Burmett was the guy. Sean Burmett was the guy. Oh! 
Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Take that. You're wow. never getting it back, ever. Yeah, because Bormet was like the fifth seed or something. I, and I, I was a senior. He was a freshman. I got him on the backside. And uh, he tells me that he, he uses that match to talk to us wrestlers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen, man, you're going to be real confident. And then some idiot future comedian <laughs> out of nowhere could sneak up on you and get you. But, How'd you get him? Um, it was, was a pretty, it was like a grind, grinded out match. I had, uh, I think I, I got a double leg early and I, I, I was pretty good on top. Um, so it was like a three, two match or something like that. I got him with a, a double leg early, I think, but it was, uh, I hope nobody right. has a video cause it was in ter- terrible form. And uh, yeah, I had a I had a bad stance. I was always overextended, but yeah, right. somehow the blood got round. Got to do what you got to do. I love that. Yeah. I actually didn't know that you beat Sean Barber in the blood round. I love it. Yeah, I uh, uh, and this is again a guy who went on to be a much much better wrestler than I ever uh, dreamed of, of being. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I got him, man. I got him that one time, and right. I'll never get on the mat with him again. He wants to. He wants to have a rematch, <laughs> and I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, he had his chance. That's it. You had your shot. That's right, coach. man. That's right. right. Yeah. The time and date was set and uh, we both showed up and that's just that. I know like I know how he feels, though, because there's this guy when I was like a fresh. You know, there's a guy, I think, when I was a freshman that pinned me or something when he was a senior in high school, you know, and when I'm out, and this guy was he was a he wasn't that good of a wrestler. But I remember like later in life being out at the bars or something. And I, you know, I went on to be pretty good. And he was like, yeah, man, I I pinned you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, man. I was a freshman. Why do we got to Why do we got to talk about that? that yeah, thing. exactly. So I didn't know Chip Bunner. He's not actually a rival of yours. He was a teammate all, all this time. He was I my thought, teammate. Yeah. I thought he thwarted yeah. you in the Afton Quadrangular, but that's not so. Well, you know, we try to base some of the characters on on uh, on real people. Yeah, Chip Bunner was a a real. Uh, you know, one of the there's a famous comedian now. Do you guys know who Nikki Glaser is? Mm-hmm. Yes, I've heard, heard of it. The, yeah, she's one. she's a pretty big deal. She's uh, she's huge, and uh, she's in one of those Wes Wesley videos. She was just like right out of college, starting stand up, and it was like Wes went on a date with Nikki Glaser. And uh, we, if you, it's like the second Wes Wesley video. Is this when you order cauliflower, or she orders cauliflower? Yeah, she orders cauliflower. I get upset (laughs) about it, and then I'm like real awkward, and like there's an awkward silence, and I just pull out a picture of Chip Bunner and show it to her. (laughs) She's like, she's really famous now, man. She has a show on HBO and all that stuff. Dang, that's cool. Too bad Wes Wesley didn't get a second date. Ah, no, neither did Greg <laughs> Warren. Was, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to some wrestling news. A couple things happen. We got World Team Trials this week, of course. We'll be headed. I'll be headed. You're not. Not going. Holding it down. You're holding it down. Loser. Here. Oh, programming note. We're doing the show Wednesday, <laughs> not Thursday, because we're, we're flying Thursday. Some of us. Some of I'm us flying. Aren't. Bitcoin conference, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Is that, now, isn't it kind of ironic that Bitcoin doesn't do it like an online type of conference? Like, kind of be a little more on brand. That's interesting. That I'm going to suggest that. I'm going to suggest that to him. <laughs> kind of fraudulent, fraudulent conference, perhaps. Um, not a fraudulent conference. The Big Ten, where Austin Gomez wrestled, he, oh, yeah, but he will. No, he, he will know more. Um, it sounded like immediately after NCAA, it didn't sound like it was the case that he was going to come back for the Badgers. But last week he news dumped us. 
as often happens, and he will not be back uh, next year. I think this actually makes a why, lot. Of why do you think so? Because he, you think it was the Pan Ams, and he didn't do well, and he wanted to qualify the weight for the Olympics or something. Well, yeah, I do think it is freestyle related because Austin, yes, can do that. He can. He's going to be wrestling, representing Mexico. He obviously has a gap to make up. He got teched by, I think, Colombia, and he's probably yeah. like, "This is my. This is the window to make the Olympic team and to sure. qualify the weight." So go if you get at the right draw, the right side of the bracket, you win, you make the finals, and you're you're an Olympic qualifier. So he'll have a couple cracks, and I think. Probably just wants to focus. I know I talked with his parents before Big Ten or at the Big Ten tournament. They're like, we just we want him to move on to freestyle. Was basically what was said. Like they're they're ready for him. His health is such a concern. Like just focus on freestyle, wrestle then, and don't don't do the college thing again. So interesting. Yeah. So I don't know where he plans to train. I would assume Wisconsin, but maybe not. No idea. I could see him going back to Illinois as well. Um, so he'll have Pan Ams next year and then probably mm-hmm. a couple of last chance qualifier type events. And that will be, I guess, the Worlds also, right? Worlds. He can go to Worlds. If he's top five at Worlds, he qualifies for the Olympics. If he uh, Pan Ams. So I guess he'll have two cracks, really, right? Well, well that, last there's chance. a last chance also. Last chance. That right. one's so tough. He better do it at Pan Ams. Yeah, that was way Last well, chance is savage. Also with Pan Ams, if... Um, if one or multiple of the guys are already qualified, they don't get to wrestle at the Pan Ams, correct? Uh, I believe that's the case. Yeah, that sounds right. Greg's our, our rules expert here. If he doesn't know, none of us do. Uh, what you say what, goes here, Greg. What was your question, Ben? <laughs> Meanwhile, I said if... Uh, well, I mean, at the, the Olympic bracket is going to have 16 qualifiers, so you can't have one person taking up multiple spots because then you don't have 16 people, right? Right. So... There's six, so if someone takes top five at world from the Pan Ams, I believe they don't get to wrestle in that weight class for the right. Pan Am qualifier. Oh, so that could pull a few people out. Like uh, if Yanni qualifies, for example, he's pulled out. If the Cuban qualifies, he's pulled out. No, that's not the case. I, yeah, I don't think so. That is that case. That is the case, guys. Because otherwise, how are you going to get the sixteen? Well, it's remember a- in twenty twenty, like but- our entire Team USA wrestled that. In Canada, there were there was a Pan Am qualifier and there was a Pan Am Games that year. It was like two of them. Remember, man, I don't honestly. The I, Pan Am I, Games is the Pan Am qualifier. No, what? There's the Pan Am Championships, which happens every year, and then there's the Pan Am Games. The Pan Am Games is the qualifier. Jason mm-hmm. Bryant, tell tell these dudes I'm right. I think I know you're Kozak. in the chat somewhere. Yeah, I don't or know. Or Kozak. I, I understand what you're saying, Ben. I agree, but then I can't recall a time. I'm just trying to remember a time where only a couple guys went, but you're saying it happened. So. Well, because I, I think there was mul- – I want to say last time there was multiple, and it was almost like back-to-back weekends or something weird like that. And in su- in certain cases, the person who was there at an unqualified weight wrestled in both of them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that definitely wasn't something the case for Zane. No, where does go? But everybody wrestled at the Pan American Games. Yeah, where was the time Zane got beat by Destrobas? What that was Canada. Yeah, I feel like we were all there. Who's to say? And as Chael Sonnen would would famously say, the the thing that's so tough about it is we'll never know. We'll literally go to our <laughs> graves wondering. Um, yeah, that is, um, that is the hard part. I mean, well, either way, but there does have to be 16 qualifiers, so you can't not have a qualifier taking the spots. So even if if 
the winning, you know, the, the person who's already qualified does it, does participate, then you would take the next two placers after that. Yeah. That makes sense. Which would then be weird because of the way the repetitage works. So I, I think be, be I'm very correct. weird. March 2024, there's the Pan Am Championships, and then one week later, the Pan Am Games Olympic Qualifier. So, yeah, that's over. Aha! So this is that. over. That's what, I, that's what I was saying. Well, hold on. That's not – you didn't let me say what I was saying. So you don't know what I was saying. I was saying Austin would not do this date because that's the NCAA championship. So if you have Olympic aspirations, it does not make sense for you to uh, – Oh, so that's why. So that makes a lot of sense. We will yeah. miss Austin, but uh, we wish him well. Man, that guy was great. Yeah, that was – what a cool season. Seriously. Uh, he was he was a lot of fun. He retired. Hey guys, he, yeah. I, I want to get back to wrestling here in a second, but I do have something that uh, I you know I love you guys, and uh, yeah. this is my favorite podcast. I've listened to every episode, but I've tolerated some bullying. You guys have been real down on the city of St. Louis uh, for a while, and especially uh, our pizza. And uh, oh hell no, you're not gonna tell me. Hold on a second, Ben. Hold on a second. No, we'll fight, man. We'll fight. That's how much (laughs) how passionate I am about this. Okay, first of all, you guys, you only say emos. That's the only thing you say is emos. Okay, emos (laughs) does not equal St. Louis style pizza. Emos is one chain, and in my opinion, one of it's not the best chain by a long shot. When you guys come back here, my friend Joe Ray Bacardi, his dad Joe Bacardi has a St. Louis style pizza restaurant. It's outstanding. At least give it a fair shake. It's you guys are out there saying some stuff that's it's wrong. I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, so wait, what? What's what's Mr. Bacardi's restaurant called? Joe Bacardi's. Joe Bacardi's. Okay. Yeah, Bacardi's. there's three or four locations. Uh, right. It's it, you guys. Emos is okay, but but it's it's it's. See, this is what you, sh- you shouldn't have said that, Greg. You shouldn't have said I was that. with you. I was with you. And you know what? I'm gonna be a. Bi- I'll be a big man, the bigger man. Maybe not the bigger man, but I'm man enough to attempt pizza. Uh, I'm that courageous. I will try Joe Bacardi's pizza with an open okay. mind, clean yeah. slate. I'll go there. I'll try it, and I will give an honest account. And if I like it, I will say I like this. And actually, I know the Emo's location. That you guys, it's the one downtown. It's the one by the Enterprise Center where the wrestling championships are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not their best store. It's just not their best one, man. They, there's some inconsistencies there. I've talked to him, but <laughs> like we're, we're, we're going to fix this. Okay. And if you guys eat Joe Bacardi's pizza, you're not going to say these horrible things. And, and, the, and you guys, you, you bled into just saying horrible things about the city in general. It's, it's not right. <laughs> we kind of did tee off on St. Louis. I you will. Did. Say- you did. <laughs> they deserved it. No, we didn't. <laughs> We've gotten beat up a lot lately. Okay. The, ever since Ferguson, which was a very small part of the city, and it was blown out of proportion by CNN, everybody thinks it's a war zone, and it, and now they think it's a war zone and has horrible pizza. And, and you guys are responsible zone. for this. Well, you know what I'll say? <laughs> I'll say it, it is partially the city of St. Louis that let Emos run away and become the brand carrier of their pizza. Because as far as I, I'm concerned, Emos is St. Louis pizza. They've They've branded themselves as such so yeah you know fine that's like saying uh, bluebell really is have. the only ice cream in texas or whatever well it, you ask around it might be <laughs> oh yeah that, yeah i love 
They I do love, love trolling those Texas people. When I, I lived in Texas, that's where I st- first started selling peanut butter. Was in was oh, in wow. Houston. Yeah, yeah. Dang. So <laughs> I know Texas, and I loved getting those guys worked up. I'd be like, "Well, it's blue butter. It's just not that good, guys. It's just it's 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 not very good, and it's it's small. It's it's not as big as Ben and Jerry's. Therefore, it's not as good. Not as good. Owned. No, St. Louis. Okay, fine. You know what? Let's be nicer to St. Louis. No, I don't, I don't want your charity. Toasted ravioli. I, I, don't want your, ravioli. Yeah, I don't want your charity. Yeah, toasted ravioli, Ben. You've there never you mentioned that once on this show. You've never stuck up for St. Louis. You spent a lot of time in the state of Missouri. I mean, I, Greg, I don't want you to have a conniption here and leave the show, but I would lead more towards Kansas City than I would St. Louis. I don't want you to get too Oh, bad maybe because you married a girl from Kansas wow. City? Wow. And it's just a better city. Fine, it's not a better We got city. NCAAs there next year, and we'll show everyone. I'm going. I'm going, man. I'll, I'll be there. I don't miss them. You know? It's going to be awesome. Next year, I'm so excited, actually, for Kansas City 2024 because it's going to have the, the the Sprint Center, and then there's the power light right there, and there's hotels, and everyone can walk, and everyone's going to have a great time. Give me like the best NCAAs in, in a long while. Oh, yeah, I'm going big for this one. Missouri's yeah. going to have a good team, too, man, a real good team. We would have had a chance to win if this damn NIL thing and, and Penn State just didn't get to recruit every single person. Uh, <laughs> I don't we're know not about out that. Of debt, man. I, what do you mean you don't know about that? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, where, where are y'all going to get major, major points? What? Do you know this guy named Keegan O'Toole? I, uh, yeah. I know that guy. There's Rocky 25. Rocky going to do really well. Yep. He could win. Jack Elam, but he's Brooks. good. Brock Mahler, man. Hayden Mako, all American. Brock Mahler, all American. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We I think they could trophy for sure, but I don't. If they got second, I would be a little. They're upset. gonna trophy. Oh, write it yeah. down. Get it write right. It Actually, the um the kid who's gonna step in at fifty seven, he's pretty damn good. He got hurt. He was uh he got the first takedown on Joe Sealy, and they got hurt at. Uh, Is that Cam? Cam Steed. Cam Steed. He had an impressive uh, scuffle, also. Real good. Yeah. He got he got banged up there too. I think. Yeah. Um, well, 184. We kind of got a revolve. We have Clayton Whiting might hop in there, but Colton Hawks has been solid, also. Pretty damn good lineup. Certain has shown flashes. Edmund shown flashes. Josh Ad- Josh Edmund at the right weight class could be a uh, real real tough. Yeah. That yeah. guy just he just shoots a double leg whenever he feels like it and takes people down. I don't know how you lose when that happens. Yeah, good. Greg, uh, Pyle is a notorious Mizzou hater. Just, no, no, no. Just, I'm just warning you. I, I am the voice of accuracy about the Missouri Tigers every step <laughs> of the way. Christian, you made the damn spreadsheet like two weeks ago. They're literally the fourth best program in the last decade. Uh, I'm right Christian's every, gonna, sing- he's gonna, right he's every gonna, single year about them. He's going right, to attribute no, it right. to like bad seating at the at the NCAA tournament, or what he calls tiger style seating. It's uh, yeah, yeah, they use the tiger style seating index. I didn't make it up. That's what it's called. It's called They're the tiger literally style the fourth seating. best team in the last decade, and you just crap on them all the time. I do not. No, I just that's, bring that's, balance to your wild takes. <laughs> yeah, he's he, that's that's almost as bad as the shots that he's taken at the city of St. Louis. Is is it the the seeds that the Tigers maybe he just earned? Takes all of Missouri, the whole state. Man, yeah. I, I love you we, know maybe, what? We should I'm, let him cover the NCAAs next year. We should just kick him out of Missouri. Try and stop me. <laughs> Don't cross the border. Try and stop me. I'll see you in the airport. I hear it's a nice one. Um, yeah, the city's actually got a new airport. I've never been there. Yeah. What? Yeah, their their old airport was a dump. They don't have a new airport, do they? I'm almost certain they do. 
Yeah. No, I'm, I'm almost certain they don't. All right, let's look. <laughs> that last City. one was dog shit where it was like half a bunch of half circles. It's the swore, worst airport in, in the world. Yeah. You swore, Your ben. city. What? You just swore. Dang it. That's how, I, that's how strongly I feel about the Kansas City airport. Straight to jail. <laughs> yes. To a jail. new airport was completed in 2023, replacing the old one. The old airport was from 1972. Take that, guys. Take, take that's that great out, news. Great news. Absolutely. This is huge. This changes everything I thought about NCAAs <laughs> in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually, yeah, looks nice. Looks like a nice place. I want to go there. Okay. Um, and, and you will, and you will, we'll fly in there. Okay. Want to talk a little trials? Any, any trials weights, uh, stick out to you, Greg? We got 61, 92. We haven't talked about Zahid going 92. I don't think somehow that hasn't come like up it. yet. Um, no, we brought it up one time. Okay. See, I for, I don't ever remember what was FRL and what was just the rest of my life where I just talk about wrestling with these guys so we did I talk about a few more 61s would would uh sorry a few more 57s would pop up to 61 just because why not Suryana did not register i knew uh, yeah that did not which we speculated but yeah i did not think he would zahid is one. uh he's small for 86 isn't he in my Feels opinion like in my opinion but some people think he's he's good size for it i don't but i think even that 92 he's he's I, I would pick him. Uh, yeah, I'm picking him. Uh, honestly, I might. If we do picks on Wednesday, I might pick him. Wow. Yeah. I, I just have. I think. So there's some guys I think he matches up pretty well with. Like I think Nate Jackson is someone he matches up reasonably well yep. with because he's gonna. I think he'll have probably the. He'll be able to match the speed and the movement yep. of Nate, and I think he's got incredible skill on top of it. I think someone like Colin Moore. Could be tough. I think even Eric Schultz. Nah, seeds gonna get him. So is this? This is only a six-man bracket, huh? No, seven. Yeah, it'll be. So is he getting number one? Colin Moore probably. Colin Moore. Colin Moore was in Final X and was second at this weight at the weight, although not last year, but he's second at the Open. Um, Yeah. But they'll they'll probably hit in the file. So that's really the matchup. How does Zahid match up against Colin Moore, who is big, big for the weight? Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Yeah. This is where the analysis um, comes. No, no, you're right. Uh, I mean, Zahid is small for the weight, and um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I could see Zahid winning for sure. I mean, yeah, I'll probably pick him. But Colin Moore, Nate Jackson, both can get it done as well. It could Man. be Nate Jackson ahead of Colin. The seeds. They both only lost That's to Mike Mock point. at the. Um, and Nate was also in Final X at and this beat way. And beat Jaden. Took a match from Jaden. I don't know if that'll factor. Yeah. yeah, he could be. So Nate's probably the could, one. You think? Probably. Well, why not? You made Final X at the weight last year. You beat Jaden Cox while Colin was up at ninety-seven, and now you come back and you only lost to the same person that Colin also lost to. Hmm. What? Why would he be seated ahead of Colin? Because he made final X at the weight last year, and they both yeah. only lost to the same person. Yeah. So that, to me, says it's a coin flip. I don't know who they'll go with. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I I think Colin's the Colin would be my pick right now. To make the, I, although, he was his, my pick. His elbow is worrisome to me. It was clearly affecting him in the finals at the U.S. Open. Mm, that's a good point. Good point. I thought, he looked, I thought he still looked pretty good 
at the at the open. I was surprised. I was surprised he lost to Mike Mock, and which maybe should be reason not to pick him. But I still think he's probably the probably the guy. But he could just come out and just stunt on everyone, and it'd be crazy if he made if he makes the team here. So he would. It is really disappointing that they can't take uh, Jaden or Colin or Kyle after. You know the rule I want. I want those guys to be able to wrestle off at the non-Olympic weight. Nah. <laughs> nah. You know how I feel. Honestly, I'll let Aaron Brooks bump up if he doesn't beat David Taylor. Yeah. See if just he can have, get it done. Just have just have the eternal uh the eternal wrestle offs for this weight. Maybe they can they can determine the team before the world championships. You said I mean I would watch every wrestle off. Damn straight. <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> Sixty one is also interesting. I had the worst dream last night. It's I've kind of, you ever have dreams and then you don't really realize you had them? I was just driving to work. I was like, wait, that dream, that was a dream. I had this dream. I don't dream. Wow. Flex. (laughs) Really? It's a good sign though, man. That means you probably, I heard something about it. I I just never, you dream a lot. You're going to get dementia and I dream all the time. Yeah. No, it's opposite. No, that's opposite. If you, if you're not getting into such a deep sleep that you're hitting REM, then that's bad for your brain. Not good. Yeah, but that's when you don't you dream during REM. Yeah, you want to you want to get in REM and you want to have dreams. So JD's he's screwed. He's demented. He's gonna he's be pre, demented. He's pre demented. He's a dementor. <laughs> yeah. So sixty one. I had this this ter- back to my terrible dream that I didn't wake up and realize was a dream. The NSAs were happening, but they were in a they were in a gym that I believe was Gallagher Iba Arena, and I'm sitting there just watching it, and. Dayton is wrestling Mikhail McGee, which is not an option. What? For, for the upcoming NCAAs. It is a dream. And Soriano's on the mat wrestling like What? He's the ref. He's the he's the guest referee for <laughs> No, the he's wrestling at an on an adjacent mat. And the other semi. Yeah. And then you've got no, it's like eight mats going. It's like a high school yeah. setup, but for whatever reason, I know it's NCAAs and we're in Gallagher Arena. And then sitting right in front of Dayton's mat is uh spencer and his mom and then dayton is what? wrestling mcgee and he gets mcgee gets him in like a chin and arm or a i forget what you call it ben the honey badger honey badger honey okay. badger and he destroys dayton's shoulder and dayton's just writhing in pain and you know he's like done. you can't hurt your shoulder in that position i know this dream is crap it's a like dream. dream i'm demented <laughs> but in, somehow in that position he rips his shoulder out and then like everyone's all sad and he's sad and Spencer's sad and I'm walking around I'm like man this is all just terrible it's like everyone's just sitting there sad and I was like this is the worst NCAA tournament ever and then I don't know what happened the dream sort of ended but it ended with Dayton getting his shoulder ripped out by Mikhail McGee and even Spencer was sitting there like upset about it I don't know why but yeah, it was a weird what did, dream uh, what did Spencer's mom think of it she she sat there calmly. She no, this was a weird thing too. She was wearing a like a COVID mask. What does it yeah. mean? Do you do you interpret dreams, Greg? Is that part of your comedian uh, skill set? No, no, I don't. I don't believe that would be a good idea. Um, <laughs> I, have very, I have a very very narrow skill set, uh, Christian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well. well it's, I, yeah, so that's I'm glad it. none of this happened. I yeah, had, I've had happened. some horrible dreams about Gallagher Iba, uh, recurring dreams, but yeah, really, they were, yeah, just because I I got tortured down there most of the who, time. Who'd you wrestle from awful. Oklahoma State? 
uh, Pat Smith for one. Okay. Oh, Mike Sheets. Uh, Didn't you get tortured that, by Mike I'm not Sheets? that old, Ben. I'm not not oh, Mike man. Sheets old, man. Come on. Uh, yeah. I actually don't know how old Mike Sheets is. Yeah. I no yeah. No, I uh, I wrestled uh, Todd Chesborough uh, quite a bit down there. Okay, who's okay. uh, real good. He was a four-time All-American, uh, took second. Tommy Chesborough's son. Yeah, had some okay. bad matches against him. So I, wrest- I wrestled the uh, uh, Dayton Fix's dad, I think, one time. Oh, really? Did you beat him? Yeah, yeah. Did you beat Derek? I- yeah, I did. Um, I did. Man, and this is going to sound just awful, but this is the only time. Like it was, it was literally he he uh, was in on a leg, and the I got that last takedown, and I had a butt drag on him. You know, and it was like it was a real precarious position. And I like I didn't do the check the oil, but I think I and I'm not I I was not a dirty wrestler at all. But I I think I got (laughs) I think I got Uh, close where maybe he got nervous. It's it's a terrible thing and I'm not (laughs) proud of it at all. But if it's if I if I'm honest with myself, like maybe I got close to doing that. And then maybe I would have just to get that takedown. But it was I just remember being in that. That butt track position and uh yeah. Um there. but then yeah, Pat Smith, when I wrestled him, it was weird because when you wrestle the Smith, it's like I was getting beat pretty badly, but I wasn't winded or tired or anything because they're just they're just a step ahead of you all the time. Uh yeah. it's probably like wrestling Ben. I mean, they were just so it was uh I was off balance all the time. And then he was complaining to the ref. The entire match, he, he's like, he's like complaining. I'm like, it's eleven to three. What are you, what are you complaining about? This is, <laughs> this is going. Why are you upset, you. dude? Honestly, Greg, you know, I, I don't mean to, you know, characterize you a certain way, but you, you opened the door here. We got a comment yeah, here from someone named Brian Jackson. He said, my yeah. man Greg Ro- Warren rode me once, but he Acid cheated. Jackson, baby, he cheated <laughs> and jumped on me and did the bow and arrow. No, I did. That, yeah, Jackson. <laughs> again, Jackson, uh, former uh, coach, uh, Division Two coach, uh, great wrestler, All American for NC State. Uh, he was my one of my best friends in high school, and uh, he was several weight. He was a heavyweight, uh, and uh, yeah, it was like we were screwing around, and I got on top of him, got got his arm behind his back, and I was like, "This is the only time in the world that I'll have the chance to uh, to take it out on Jackson." And I knew as soon as I let him go, he was going to kill me. And, uh, <laughs> I finally, I finally let him go and I sprinted. He chased me all the way out, out the doors, out into like the lawn. And then he beat me down in the grass. And, uh, I, I think my back is still screwed up because of that. It's, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Dang. Well, Brian, yeah, you don't so, sound like a nice guy yourself. Jeez. Yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, the, uh, he fish hooked me too. Did you guys used to do that? Like before oh, yeah. practice and stuff? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think the fish hook went out of style, though. J- the last good fish yeah. hook I saw was was Jake Varner, Dustin Kilgore. You remember this one? Oh, that was a crazy one. That was great. <laughs> he did it a match. Oh yes. yeah, he pinned him. So it's bad. like he's a standing it. fish hook. Yeah, he's like reaching over. It's like almost like a dresser dump, but with the fish hook. Yeah, which is just... sorry to coach dresser, but Varner's is far more effective. Um, albeit. Maybe. Yeah, I'll say. Legal. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not, illegally maybe. illegal. It was legal in that match because he pinned him with it, and uh, Kilgore starts punching him. It's kind of a funny video, you know. In hindsight, I'm sure right at, at the moment, but yeah, 
Bishops have kind of gone out of style. Do you not teach them at AWA, Ben? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't you know, I haven't executed a fishhook in quite a while. Don't pull. I wouldn't pull it up. Um, what's I the, might need uh, to go fishhook Ozzy. What's get, the dirtiest? What's the dirtiest move you teach at AWA? I don't really teach dirty moves. I mean, I. Wow. Well, that's well, your I first think, problem. Like, well, I think if you apply the proper pressure, you can choke people in a lot of wrestling moves. And so maybe some people would say that's dirty, but I think that's just proper application of the move. So I guess maybe that. Okay. Yeah, you are. You Okay. Ben has this weird take, Greg. You've probably heard it before. He thinks you should just be able to strangle people unconscious if you do No, it. that's <laughs> not what I said. That's yes. not what I said. You no, have not. Said, I said that. It was an or. There was an or situation. There was an or situation. Or you give up. <laughs> yeah no okay. that was not the or i said if you really know how to apply pressure right there's many ways in which you can lock a man's head and arm together and choke them unconscious yeah and so the fact that people are going to try to ban some of them is incredibly stupid and so either you should let them choke people out or ban all of them not ban some of them mm, okay yeah okay I don't, I don't recall that being your the characters, but that's good. I, I, I'll just attribute that to either I was wrong or growth in Ben Askren. What, which... what move? Who got choked out that we were discussing? This? I don't even remember. Sarah Hildebrand. Well, oh, he... oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fine. She should have rolled over. And he choked out uh, the guy at World Team Trials last year. Rolled him. Same thing. Rolled him over. So you think yeah, there was fine. a rumor when we were kids that, you know, because Dave Schultz was the big uh, hero when we were kids and they were, there was a rumor that Dave Schultz would just choke guys out and then he'd like, he'd like move them around like this to make the ref oh, think yeah. that the guy wasn't choked out. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a genius move. Yeah, yeah these actually... are high school kids making up, uh, you know, it's, it's probably some sort of rumor. No, that I mean something like that happened three weeks ago. One of my guys and I hate it when they roll that direction because it's it's the significantly inferior direction to roll in freestyle. But he went that way and he choked someone out and they didn't notice till after the referee called the pin because he was like, I don't think he was like trying to make a move on purpose, but I think he was just kind of like moving around and so everyone thought the guy was still awake. And then I mean he did wake up really fast after the guy let him go. But yeah, that's like, again. It, I don't think he did it on purpose. Just like I don't think I. First of all, I don't think I did check the oil on Derek Fix, but I, I if I did, it was it was it was just close enough where I, I had to look myself in the mirror after and be like like what would you, would you have done it if if you could have to win that match? And it's yeah. it's uh, th there's some truths I learned about myself that I'm not proud of. <laughs> That's okay. Um, all right. Do we want, let's want to get to a few questions. Um. Before we go, show ends in nine minutes, approximately. Well, I had one I hated on here. Can I just hate on this one real quick? Yeah, hate hate on hater. Jarrett Morrill on the three-point takedown. Is it feasible to make it worth three points if you attack, but only two if you counterattack? No, oh dumb. Can't do it because I don't want these referees judging which one's offensive, you know, because there's just so much, like, in the middle there. Yeah, and also it would uh, undermine your uh, the counter score ability, of which you are so notorious for. Well, I mean, if I force you to my leg and then I attack you with a cradle, then that's is that an attack or is that a counter? Because I think I'm attacking you. Yeah, it's a it's a bad idea. Who remembers the uh, like couple months where like the go behind takedowns were like yeah. didn't that count happen? and feel it? Yeah, it, it screwed Gilman one year like at Cadet Worlds. 
No, talking, I don't remember this. No, what happened? It wasn't the go behind one. I thought it was the almost takedown. No, there was also point. there was a there was a brief moment in time. I don't know. We we don't have to get into it, but it was like they were trying it out at like age level stuff, and Thomas hit like a go behind. And it didn't count or something weird. Um, didn't count. Yeah, for real. This happened. This was like twenty. That's where I still hate the slip. It's the slip is like, listen, be a man. Take responsibility for your actions. Either you're going to try something or you're not going to try something. And you know what the repercussions were. There's a risk-reward scenario here, right? Take yeah. the risk. Well, Be about I can, it. It drives me nuts when you watch a guy get really deep under hooks and, like, get a guy in a horrible position and just a terrible <laughs> headlock. It's like, what? It's like, a, listen, I get it. We got to be creative to find ways to score in Greco, and you got to incentivize it. So let that be Greco's thing. But they do it freestyle, too. But, well, that's my point, Ben, is that you got to I, I think, though, that, freestyle. Christian, I, I think there's you should be judged on your acting ability on a yes. slip throw. Like, <laughs> if a guy's in deep on underhooks and you throw that thing and then you look you, with conviction, you look yeah. like, man, I almost had that headlock. Uh, <laughs> then I think you should get that should bring you back up. OK, but if you're a poor actor, then yeah. th- th- y- y- no points. Yeah, that'll be my my uh, my strategy against any good wrestler is just try to spam slip throws for six minutes. <laughs> And see where I end up. <laughs> Man, oh, I think that's the next film that I'm going to yeah. do with Marcus. Is like <laughs> the Slip Brothers. Yeah, the the greatest slip throw. Yeah, yeah. the great. There's probably some guy the greatest slip throw wrestler one. in America. Yeah. That's, that would be a good film, wouldn't it? I could see you there breaking was... down some slips. There yeah, just the guy that guy. really slip throws with conviction. Have you ever scored? No, no, never. But never. Uh, yeah, I've also never but, been scored on. Me either. Thing. Yeah, I want to bring one other thing up, guys. You talked about the movie Vision Quest uh, uh, last uh, week, which which changed my life. It's a you know I'm a, a big Uh-oh, fan. He's on Spark side. <laughs> I'm on Spark side on this man. It's an amazing movie. But uh, Ben's teammate Marcus Hain, who was uh, my partner in S- Stallings Brothers, mm-hmm. I went down there one time to watch some Mizzou camp, and this is when I realized this kid's one of the funniest. People, I was a comedian at the time, and I—I I mean, I still am. But uh, I was—I like, <laughs> I was around some of the funniest people in the country, and I, and I go down there, and Marcus is at wrestling camp, and he's gr- dressed up like the coach in uh, in Vision Quest. He's got the singlet on oh God, with straps up, and he's got a collared shirt on, and he has a clipboard on it, and. <laughs> On the clipboard, it says armbar defense, and he's just walking around wrestling camp like that. And it's like, okay, I, I love this kid forever, man. This guy's <laughs> the funniest people I've ever met. That's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. he seems like a very funny guy. Oh, man. Oh, so yeah, he's Team Vision Quest. It's okay. That may, I had a few on. other people come up to me this weekend, Christian, and tell me that they were also Team Vision Quest. And my response was simply, I guess you're cool with sexual assaults then. Well, Listen, there were so you guys did bring to light some very, very questionable scenes, and it they has t- not <laughs> aged well. <clears throat> yeah, Shane's yeah, like, it's a different time. It's like, what? <laughs> what is this? No, you can't just go around grabbing people's junks. What are we? Oh, yeah. you guys want to? There's a lot of those '80s movies. Revenge of the Nerds. There's some horrible stuff that happens in that movie. Yeah, I don't know that one, dude. I mean, I love it. I haven't seen it, but Bader was telling me about. He's like, dude, there's yeah. He was like, dude, this it did not hold up well. 
<laughs> I can just I don't even know Keith Gothard's perspective, but I know he is just hating ours right now, Ben. I bet he loves Revenge of the Nerds. I will yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um we should move on. We got to one question. Oh, when will the proposed rule changes be voted on? I think June 8th is the day. day. So we will know on June 8th, which is, you know, a couple weeks, right before Final X, which is officially on June 10th. You know, a, a, a group of us have been just like holding our breath for the last couple months about the hockey playoffs, which none of us care about. What? Because Ben didn't even know this. Final X could have been on a different date altogether had the New Jersey Devils made the Stanley Cup Finals. So we just kind of like watching, and they, they were down 2-0. I noticed that. I know. Well, no one really did. It was just like huh. we knew and USA knew, and it was like not really publicized. But like uh, if the Jet Devils had made the Stanley Cup Finals, it would have like pushed Final X forward a day. But they lost, so it was a great triumph. And we, Andrew Spay went to a sports bar to ensure the Devils' demise. So thank Andrew Spay. It was, it was all him. Hey, uh, there's actually a good, this is not a question, this is a comment, and okay. we didn't know this. Fake Loudon says, Loudon was really smart, and he graduated early to go to college and become a doctor, so that was why he did not do a state tournament, which why the match had more meaning. I don't think he's, uh, I disagree. I hope he's not medical. Maybe he's a nurse practitioner <laughs> at best. That's called a callback, Ben, in the uh, industry. Uh, it was good. Um, you guys mentioned New Jersey. And uh, do you guys remember when you're at weigh-ins, like just all the stupid things that you hear other wrestlers say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was my favorite. It was my first year. It was, it was the Junior Nationals, which used to be uh, in Cedar Falls, I believe, at the Unidome. It wasn't mm -hmm. in Fargo when mm -hmm. I was in high school. And it was my first year there, and I was nervous, and I was at the, at the weigh-ins, you know, and you're just there with all these other wrestlers from all over the country. And you just assume everybody knows more than you. Ben probably didn't because he's got confidence. But you're just like, ah, man, I'm new here. I, I don't know what's going on. And I hear these two guys from New Jersey talking behind me. And the guy goes, uh, the key to the wrestlebacks is you got to hit your moves. <laughs> I mean, spot the lie. <laughs> and I was like. In retrospect, that's one of the dumbest yet also most poignant things that anybody has ever said. <laughs> that is so funny. The key to the wrestlebacks is you, you got to hit your moves. <laughs> I'm going to tell Caleb that next time he's in the wrestlebacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, Listen, man. yeah, man. You got to hit your moves, man. That's the key. Yeah, you got to hit your moves. That's the key. You got to hit your moves. You didn't. Oh, you, you went 0-2? Didn't hit your moves in the wrestlebacks. You didn't son. hit your moves. You got to hit your moves in the wrestlebacks. Greg, are you going to Final X by chance? Uh, I don't think. W when is it? June 10th. I think I got a show. It's in Jersey? Yeah. Nah, man, if I'm in the city that week, I will. I've, I've been going up to New York a little bit to promote this special. But if I'm, yeah, if I'm what's in the your city, I place will. To, what's your favorite city to do comedy in? Or what's the worst? We won't tell. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there... Odessa, Texas. I, d I did a show there. It was not good. Yeah, uh, I, I can't imagine them suffering fools too uh, too lightly. No, and it's just a very it's a little bit of a depressive area. You know, uh, they were telling Texas. me like, yeah, man, when that movie Friday Night Lights came here, uh, it injected a lot of 
you know, energy into the economy. I was like, I think when I bought a chicken sandwich at lunch, that injected a lot of energy into this economy. <laughs> Ouch. Poor Odessa. It was, uh, yeah, Odessa, Texas, not great. But I, I you know, love Austin. Uh, when you coming love, back? Love going, I don't, we don't, I think we're trying to get something down there this summer. Uh, that's, nice. I, I love that city, like Nashville a lot. But uh, St. Louis is probably my favorite place. Uh, Omaha, Columbus, Ohio. Great, great place, man. Really? Great place. Yeah, yeah. Columbus, Ohio is awesome. That's great. Well, cool. Okay. Well, it is 930. Uh, Greg, it's been great having you on. The time flew. Do you have Do you have Absolutely. anything uh, before? Promote everything. Promote anything. GIF, doesn't matter. Um. Well, GIF's a good brand, guys. It I, really I, is. It's the number yeah, one choice is. of Choosy um, Moms. It is. It is. And, and, and Choosy Moms. Uh, right. JD choosy moms, not all moms, you know, uh, mm -hmm. let's say you're a mom who drinks in the afternoon and goes to the casino and forget to pick up your kid from school. If that's the case, by all means, buy Peter Pan. That's uh, a, that's Pan. a better product for you. That's <laughs> Skippy. No. Uh, yeah, I, I love this podcast. I love you guys. Uh, I, I listen to every episode. It's, it's an honor to be on here. Uh, I hope I didn't slow things down, but I will. Um, this special is a big deal for me. I think it's, I think it's my best work. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called the salesman. You just go to YouTube and, uh, type in Greg Warren, the salesman. It's on, uh, Nate Bargatze's YouTube channel. Who's a, a great comedian. And, uh, it, it's, it's really doing well, but if, uh, if all the wrestling people jumped in and watched it, it would be, uh, it would be, I'd be very grateful. Let's just say that I'm grateful. Anyways, wrestlers have supported me all throughout my career. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, is there a way? Is there somewhere they can go and check out your tour dates? Do you have a? a yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, gregwarrencomedy.com. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, check that out. Try to find Greg on tour. Hopefully, you get to Austin soon. Hopefully, we're in town for it. Um, Greg, thanks for coming on. Yeah, awesome, you guys. Thanks a lot for having me on. It's an honor. Yes, sir. All right. Well, everyone, we will be back. I mentioned Wednesday. That's right. Not Thursday. What is this music? Oh my gosh. This feels like the opening for uh for Greg's comedy special on Comedy Comedy Central. You, know, you get a little something jazzy, a little funky in there. Ben, thank you. Thanks to everyone. See you Wednesday. We will be back on Wednesday. Have a great week. See you then. Bye. Well, that's the normal.